Welcome, everybody, to the Pool Box Pals podcast. I don't know why I always come in like a wrestling announcer. Maybe it's because uh, those are the most like power empowering of male voices. In this oh, corner, we have. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was on a roll, and then you Sorry. popped in, and it's okay. Brilliant. And there it was the crack from my good buddy Mad, or as I'll probably call him, Mark. Uh, Either one. I am. Uh, I am your pal, Monk. Together, we are the Pool Box Pals. We should get like Wonder Twin rings. We should. And then we could do like on the screen. I guess I have to go this way. Yeah, me there. too. We'll do. Oh, no. Yeah. There oh, you God. Go. There, there we go. There it is. Wow. Fist For everyone bump. listening, we just did something awesome. So that's a, that's a little incentive to go check out the YouTube channel um, <laughs> and just see what we did. We're not going to tell you what we did. You're going to have to go check it out. And for everyone who's watched, uh, yeah, you're also going to be confused, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. Um, but how you doing over there, handsome? Doing all right, my friend. Uh, another week went by. I read a lot of comics this week. I know. Like, I saw that. And I'm, I'm uh, you always make me feel good on the inside. Well, I just, yeah. So I, I had to work down at our shop mm -hmm. uh, a little more this week. Um, so my wife could get some stuff taken care of. And uh when it's when there's nobody coming in, I I just read a comic and uh, literally we had like seven people come in yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday, seven people came in and only one person bought something for the entire day. And so I, I got I got through quite a few comics. I got I got through so many comics that I was like, you know, scanning over comicsology. Like, what do I need to read next? Like just trying to find something because I I read. I read so much. Um, but yeah, I started. Uh, this is what I'm on right now. This is the last thing I picked up. It's something you read a while back. Uh, the Many Deaths of Lila Starr. Oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah, that's how, on uh, Comicsology right now. So I'm, I'm going through it. I'm really liking it. Oh, my goodness. How far are, are you into it? Uh, I think I started issue three or four before I closed up shop. I haven't finished it yet. Um, but man, like the thing that really gets me, like the story is really, really good. But again, it's just like the art is what speaks to me mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. very vibrant colors. And then also just kind of like panels spilling in into other panels. Um, it's it kind of kind of in the same way you see with like uh, 8 billion genies, like every once in a while you'll see a say. genie kind of like pop out yeah. of one panel and be in another one. God, um, that's such a good comic. It's all one creator. If I can remember correct yeah, yeah yeah uh yeah. is it kit something no i can't remember i have it up on my wall but that's about as uh best of the information i can if you want to keep talking about it i can look it up real quick uh yeah but no so i'm i'm really enjoying it i really and i'm i'm not sure how much how in depth you got into it when we when you were reading it but like it's rom v rom, rom v, v that's right yeah rom v uh but yeah, just the aspect of like uh, Lila Star uh, dies so many times because she previously was the goddess of death, mm -hmm. and the, uh, the god of life keeps bringing her back because she's been sent down to her human form because she was let go by the big company of gods and uh, <laughs> and but just like her like her story of essentially learning like I'm I can only kind of spitball where I think it's going, but like you see issue to issue of like her learning about like human empathy essentially. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm really just digging that story. It really, you know, it kind of, it kind of hits home, I think for not just me, but like a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and I think it does such a good job of like, um, personifying or even like humanizing those, uh, interesting, like Hindu gods that yeah. you know, are out of our pantheon and whatever. But, Obviously, if you put them into a corporate setting, uh, Americans are gonna instantly understand that. You know, it's like, like oh, oh yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah, that makes God's sense the VP. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know who the president is, but yeah. he's the VP. But uh, yeah, I'm so happy that you're picking that up because that is a fantastic story. If you haven't read that, dear listener friends, uh, dear listener pals, I should say, dear, yeah. dear, dearest pullback pals, pals, uh, give that a list, uh, read. 
you yeah. know, if you can find someone who you know reads it too, give it a listen. I'm sure, I'm sure there's somebody on YouTube who's like read through it, like panel to panel. Yeah, or maybe it's like one of those videos where like uh, somebody just does like a like a narr narration and then just shows the panels. That'd be pretty. Uh, cool. Like I used to try to do it the Star Wars ones, but I'm like, so many people are doing this. Like, who gives a shit? Nobody's gonna watch mine. So. <laughs> well, hey, it's it's cool. I've if if you're listening to this and you watch those types of videos, send them my way because I would like to consume some comics in that. Yeah, video. and that's that's actually I sent Star Wars theories. Uh, he did a whole thing of the first volume of Darth Vader. I, no, he's done it for a couple of, he did it for the first two. So, mm. but the first, the first one's right after uh, a new hope. And then the second one is right after revenge of the Sith. And he's, he's done a full like montage of like putting all those issues together. It's like each one's like an hour and a half or two hours long of him doing his narration to that series. Um, and it, it's dope. it's pretty good. And he I mean, he's kind of the guy that made. I'm trying to think he's like the biggest Star Wars content producer on YouTube. Oh, wow. Um, Outside of yeah. Star Wars. Well, I guess Star Wars doesn't have a YouTube presence. Yeah, so, but well, I, I, I guess it's just like for a YouTuber, not necessarily right, yeah. like Star Wars itself. But um, but yeah, so he he does a really good one. But uh, so yeah. I guess if we're talking and, about oh, what were you going to say? We're talking about Star Wars. Is that where you're going to go? No, but actually, oh. actually, th that does segue into the segue that I was going to segue. I was going to say, speaking of comics that you got halfway through, because I started a couple of comics this week and got halfway through them, not just like single issues, but trade paperbacks. Oh, yeah. Um, so going off of the Star Wars, uh, I started reading Poe Dameron. Uh, well, not reading, yeah, rereading yeah, it. You'd, you'd mentioned that to me and. uh I told you I, I I've been wary of picking that one up because I'm just like worn out by the sequel trilogy. <laughs> right. Sure. I uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, Garak the Hut is in it. Do you know Garak the Hut? Mm -hmm. um, and I really like Garak the Hut. I really like the huts as just in in theory, you know, because it's like oh, yeah. how did these big slug monsters become the like alpha crime family, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's, that's one of the things too that I appreciate about like the Disney Plus shows is that they're incorporating a lot of these characters that you see in the comics. And like the one thing I absolutely loved about Book of Boba Fett, which a lot of Ooh. people hate on, uh -oh. um, is that they they introduced a lot more of or at least two more of the huts that were like the niece and nephew of Jabba or something like that um and then yeah they... but did they do anything with it my friend no no they don't <laughs> so they don't. that's nice that's nice that they were there it's cool i think it's really great that like the people underneath it were like the thing was bowing as they were carrying them but that's really <laughs> the coolest thing about like that whole scene yeah um, the book of boba fett's great it's the best it's it's top tier it's up there with the sopranos but anyways yeah. um i read uh Poe Dameron and I really just wanted to read it uh honestly because I just wanted to just kind of see more of like the gritty worldness you know I'm kind of like Jones in for more Andory kind of stuff and there's not a whole lot of that in Star Wars you know yeah. so there is a little bit of groundedness in the Poe Dameron comics I think the first volume is called Black Squadron yeah um, yeah and that's the one I was reading and uh yeah that well the, I should say it has a little bit of grounding, but the first like three uh, issues, Poe Dameron's trying to get information from this like cult that worships a uh, uh, a giant egg that's about to be hatched, and then it hatches okay. and it's not anything what like what they think it's gonna be. Um, not to spoil it, but it's a giant like uh, what are those things called in Japan? Uh, uh, Godzilla is a kaiju. Is that what it is? I think it's so, essentially. Yeah. It's essentially just a giant kaiju, and then another one shows up out of nowhere, and they just fight while Poe Dameron's doing something else. And then they go and uh, break uh, Gactus. What did I ever say? Whatever that the hut is out of prison. So it's just it's just some fun Star Wars stories. You want just some fun? Just some good old fashioned fun Star Wars stories. Who doesn't want some good old fashioned fun Star Wars stories? Uh, no, every no. Every, nope. no, no one, one. Everyone. everyone, everyone, everyone. I think I think everyone wants Star Wars, but at the same time, nobody wants Star Wars. Oh, except for except, except for hardcore Trekkies. <laughs> Trekkies? Yeah, Star Trek people. They want Star Wars? No, they don't. They do not. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
<laughs> we got a we got a nice comment from a, a Mr. Spambot. Oh. <laughs> Hi, I want to offer you a promotion. Blah blah, blah 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 blah. I shouldn't be promoting this thing. Get away. Get away, Mr. Robot. Go back to Russia, wherever you're from. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I also started reading this comic um that'll probably talk more about once I finish it, but it's called Hemp Man. Um and I can't remember the publisher, but it's a super indie publisher. Uh, I think it's like the people that put it out. It's definitely one of their first comics that they've ever done. Uh, I shouldn't have brought it up because I feel like I should be talking or should know more about it. But I started reading through it and it's um, yeah, it's very enjoyable, but it's very much so like somebody's first comic. And I say that as somebody who's never written a comic. And if I wrote a comic, it would be like this. But uh, yeah. I got it for like you know four bucks on comiXology and it's uh a hundred and some pages so it's like a whole volume but it has just it's it's titled as issue one or maybe it's just volume one um hmm. but yeah i started reading that and i got about halfway through and yeah it's it's pretty enjoyable i can't find can't find at the moment um but yeah i will be i'll be checking back in on that uh how about you man well i guess since we just don't, I like that when our on our catch up we got excited about comics and dove right into <laughs> comics. But uh, you, you were able to we make do. it. That's what we do here. The that's comics, pals. baby. That's <laughs> comics, baby. And actually, I realized that. Uh, wait, that was last season's. This I screwed I up the uh, the uh, I'm, saying. I'm, just, on the I'm referencing last season with Wow. Yeah. We're meta. Yes, yeah. that's this what place. we do. <laughs> so you were able to get to the uh, comic shop this week. I did. I, I went there today, actually. Um, I got I got a lot more than I'm going to show. Um, sure. Because uh, I started using this app. I think it. I think it's called. Key Comics. I I I don't really remember like why I sought it out. I think I was just looking for a better way to like collect my comics, but also see like what their possible value could be. Mm -hmm. And uh, anyways, they they show you what like the possible key comics of the this week are. And so I, I picked oh. up uh, off of that list. I picked up Batman one bad day Bane mm. and uh, as well as what else did I get? Oh, um, wasp number one, which they're doing a similar thing like they did with Ant-Man that you were now is, that for issue. So. Is it the same thing of like going through the generations? Cause I haven't even cracked this open, but I did also pick that up. I'm assuming it is just based on like how the covers. No, much, I think it's, it's, uh, it's, it's similar to the covers that they did for that. That one. It is similar. It has the same writing and different uh, author, but um, this looks like it's all modern because uh, it's with Nadia, who is uh, Hank Pym's like adopt, not adopted half. Uh, it's Hank Pym's daughter with some Russian something or other. I don't uh, know. Okay. Okay. They had a series called The Wasp Out that was actually really good. Um, she's really enjoyable. So this is I didn't know this was coming out. And so I'm, it was very nice that it just popped up. And yeah, I'm super stoked on it. I I'm, I really would love to see them do something really interesting with The Wasp, especially since, you know, she's been there since the beginning. She was the one who named the Avengers, you know, oh, so yeah. she's, she's yeah, a yeah, big, yeah. Uh, key player. So, yeah. I'm I'm very excited to see. I love I love that they're doing stuff with Ant Man. I mean, obviously it's because they have a movie coming up and celebrating the 60 years. But I mean, he should yeah. be celebrated. That those are great achievements to be you know to have to, a movie coming well, out. Yeah, and, long. and and to be yeah to have been around that long like deserves credit regardless of whether you're a fan or not. Like just yeah. appreciating the fact that like this character has been a part of the Marvel universe for so long and is still a part of it. Um, and has what? arguably is like the Aquaman of the Marvel Universe that like constantly has to prove why he's in the big leagues. You like know? why he's on the team. <laughs> yeah. Like, why are you here? Yeah. You And he literally talks to animals. So, hey, yeah, I, I made a connection that I wasn't knowing I was making. <laughs> uh, one one more key issue that I looked for at my shop that I didn't have is uh, Power Rangers 104. I pulled up the screenshot of that. But that cover is amazing. It looks pretty dope. Yeah. I believe I don't I don't know if that's Rita. It looks I think it is Rita, but I don't know. I haven't kept up with the Power Rangers comics. I'm you know, I got the Ninja Turtles crossover one going right now. But uh, anyways, what I actually got from my shop today that I'm excited about, uh, starting off with my first one here is uh, one we both know fairly well. I'm going to what's the furthest place from here? Issue number 10. 
so this is apparently it's going to be the issue that uh, it's it's Sid's story. It's Sid's story revealed. I'll just read the little blurb for it. Uh, the sure. game changing second arc to one of the year's biggest books starts here. Dark secrets are uncovered as we discover why Sid had to leave the Academy, where she went and what she did, which has been a huge question since issue one. Um, that's not in the blurb, but that's just me parentheses. Uh, this issue has it all a betrayal, a rescue an escape, some Dave's Ooh. and the strangers reveal a shocking truth. So I'm excited about that one. Uh, it sounds really good. I'm going to full disclosure. I haven't read anything of the new, the, the second arc, even though it was like one of my top comics of last year. I just yeah. feel like I just need to take it all in at once i can't do gaps there's too much stuff that happens in between yeah. in the issues for me to go a whole month consuming it so i'm you just gonna I, sit down and read it like a novel one day i really want to try to find one of the because our one of our uh instagram pals uh i believe it was it red op um ross yeah uh, potentially I believe, yeah i think that he got issue three with the vinyl record oh right yeah and it just like made me so jealous. I'm like, I gotta get one of those, at least one, just one of yeah. them. Because like the first one, I mean, you know, I I like I like to check out values of comics and go through mine and figure out how much they are. But like issue number one, if you have that one as the vinyl release, it's already worth like eighty five dollars, and, and it's only been out for a year. Like you buy it, you bought you bought it for uh, thirteen ninety nine, I think. Yeah. Um, and I mean, so like, yeah, that 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 turnover on that's pretty pretty good here let me throw this to you do you think there's ever going to be what's the farthest place from here tv show i can see it being a tv show like yeah, it, it couldn't like, be a movie it would probably be on netflix or amazon um, i was thinking hbo uh-oh yeah we're gonna have to fist fight in the parking lot yeah, we shall uh we could do one of these uh arm wrestle things here we go i'm never gonna no oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying this again um, oh man uh, but up next, I have uh, so this one's been delayed a bit. I don't remember when the first or the last issue of this came out, uh, but can it's I, been a, it's been a while. It? Do you know what it is? Nope, that's not what I'm holding oh. up. Oh yeah. my goodness! Again, another spoiler for the YouTube people or yeah. wherever you watch uh, the videos. Uh, there's something wrong with Patrick Todd. Uh, it is aftershock, so I like they've had their delays because of all their legal stuff that they're going through with uh, declaring bankruptcy and all oh, that fun so, stuff all that fun stuff. But um, I really enjoy this series. Uh, from what I remember that last happened is the guy showed up and said that he was Patrick Todd's dad and he's actually hunting Patrick Todd. He, I don't think he really is actually his dad, but there's a chase going on at the end of issue three, I believe. Um, and the thing that's wrong again with Patrick Todd is that uh, he can essentially put thoughts into your head and like make you do things that you wouldn't normally do you would still be very aware that you're going against your own free will. That's what he does. He kind of takes your free will from you and like makes you go rob a bank. Like that's how issue one started out was just some random Joe that, you know, like when you're first reading it, he's just a random guy who's robbing a bank. But then when he gets to the police, he confesses like, Oh, and besides that, this is everything else I've been up to and confesses, you know, his, uh, the dirty deeds. His dirty deeds, dirty um, deeds, and the dirty deeds. I forget how that song goes. Yeah, your volume just went way up. <laughs> oh, oh, maybe it's because I was talking so low. That's probably why. Maybe, Am I maybe back to normal now. Yeah, you are. You are. Uh, wow. The next up, I got a uh, old dog number three. Uh, nice. If you remember, issue one for me didn't seem to be printed correctly, and I reached out to Image about it and never heard back. So I've just been going with it. But issue two is amazing. <laughs> Uh, I really like how they put this one together panel to panel. Um, so I'm looking forward to reading that next one up is from it's Mark Miller. Uh, it's a nightclub number two. The best okay. Thing about this best thing about this is look at that price tag. Well, Mark, let me tell you, <laughs> I have right here the two for issues. Number one and number two. I also oh, picked this up. Did you read number one? Yeah, let's ch let's chat about this a little bit. What do you think? What do you uh, think? I mean, so everybody who has kept up does knows I like vampire stories. Love them. Um, Can't get enough of them. So this is another one. And this is a good like 
the first issue kind of seems like an 80s montage of like <laughs> i'm just the you know good for nothing just trying to become something person and uh, i end up hurting myself and i gotta get back into it and anyways while he's like recovering he turned he gets turned into a vampire and it it's all this like training in issue one that he has to do to like learn how to be a vampire and it was it was a really good start uh how it finishes it is probably where this next issue is picking up um i'm not gonna i won't spoil any anything more than those little tidbits i gave but Um, I really like it. Um, Mark Miller's, you know, he, he's he's been around for a while. Uh, he did uh, Jupiter's Legacy. And right. uh, this is going to be one of those uh, classic Mark and Tim disagree on a comic. Uh, I I guess I enjoyed it, but I felt like it was too montage Like what okay. you were saying, like it felt like the whole thing was too rushed. And I felt like there was just a lot of things that you could have cut out. Like we didn't need to see the accident where he got hurt because it seems inconsequential yeah. outside of like, he well, wants to be somebody. Right. I guess, I guess to kind of tone down a little bit of my hype over it is that like issue one, oh, no, it's okay. It, no, please. Well, but well, like, hype, issue, 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 yeah. But issue, issue one for me was kind of like, you know, and you know, back in the nineties and early two thousands, when you go hang out at the mall with your friends and you'd walk by like the cookie or pretzel stand, they'd be giving you samples like that's mm-hmm. what issue one was. It was just, it seems like it's just yeah. a sample of the overall platter and to get the whole cookie, you gotta, you gotta keep going with it. So I'm, yeah, I'm excited I about where it's going. So I would last, hold but, on. Let me just say okay. that I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. give it my classic, uh, monks two issue read, you know, I'll yeah. give, I already bought issue number two, so I'll read it. And I love that, you know, I love that he's, doing it for 199 that's great i don't i hope he's trying to set a precedent or maybe because he knows that he's made enough from comics or maybe he hasn't made enough i'm sure he hasn't i'm sure they don't make enough at all even though he's yeah. one of the most like well-known names i'm sure you know i'm sure he still struggles but um yeah so i'm i do i really like the premise i think it's there's some stuff just how it was handed to me wasn't the best um, yeah but i can see it it leveling out a little bit more in this uh, yeah you know, just because of like what you're saying of like kind of it felt like we were catching up to speed for some reason. With yeah. No real like reason as to why we were running so fast to get there, you know? Yeah. So um, anyways, man, uh, I started watching. Sorry, this is a little tidbit. I started watching. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know what they actually call it because I haven't heard it said, but it's a big movie right now. That's, uh, you know, it's said to be one of the best movies of 2022 and it might be like one of those sleeper wins of you know awards but it's rrr okay yeah i've heard a lot of good things about this but like one of the things that i love that like bollywood movies do is like they do a sing song like montage catch-up thing and the one that they did in this movie for these two guys becoming friends was just like so fun and like beautiful. I, I like loved every detail of it. And the movies like we're we only, it's like three hours long. So there's no way we were, like we are going to make it through that one last night. So. Yeah, I like because you, you caught me off guard when you said that you were like making your way through it. I'm like, I thought it was a movie, but three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, um, maybe the Avengers shouldn't have been that long. You know I what don't, I mean? Maybe I think I don't think any movie perfect. should be more than two and a half hours long. Yeah, I would agree. Because like once you get to that last half hour of a three or that last half hour plus of a three hour movie, um, you're just like your brain soup, your brain soup. Um, yeah. And speaking of, <laughs> of brain soup, uh, my last one I got here, you kind of already spoiled it, but that's fine. Oh. It's Chicken Devils. Number wow. two. Again, I'm... this one was delayed because it's aftershock and. We've already yeah. spoken on that. So you got, so what of mine you got? You got Chicken Devils. You got Nightclub. Yeah, uh, the Wasp. Um, yeah, and then I think there's only actually that's great because there's, well, actually I'll just I'll just kind of rush through these and in, in no particular order outside of doing this one first because this one is probably the uh, outside of the ones that we've already talked about the one that I'm most looking forward to getting into. So it's called White Savior. It's from uh, Dark Horse Comics, and it's from. Uh, can see the disappointment on my face why because again it was another key comic i was looking for today uh, that my shop didn't have so it's uh, written by eric uh newin newin newage however you say that scott berman and the art is by that same eric guy colors is iwin joko trinino and letters is uh 
Micah Myers. And uh, I actually, you know, uh, the last episode we talked about how it was really cool to read a comic, um, Know Your Station, that was written by a girl. Um, yeah. And this is really Which great because I still need to get. Um, yes, you do. Because I read number issue number two, and I won't really go into it much here, but it is very good. It just continues to be good. So get Know Your Station. Everybody go out and get it right now. Um, <laughs> wait, right. but listen to this. So, oh, no, he's gone forever. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I looked into this and just kind of made sur sure that it wasn't. I don't know, whatever. It wasn't like not good. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's written by a like there's some Asians, there's some Americans, and it seems to be a collaboration. And the premise is really cool. It's uh, do you mind if I read it, Mark? Oh, please. All right. Well, you put me on the spot now, and now I got to pull it up my phone. Yeah, you, yeah, I did. Oh, no. But uh, an ancient prophecy foretold an outsider that would save the peaceful village of Inoki from an unstoppable army, a man who would confuse the people at first with his unconventional ways, but lead them to a light. Uh, Nathan Garin, captain in the United States Army, known for his viciousness in battle on the American frontier, could be that man if he weren't such an awful drunken idiot. Now it's up to <laughs> Japanese American teacher Todd Parker to warn the uh, to warn the good people of Anoki of Garin's true nature before he causes the very death and destruction they are counting on him to avert. And I think that sounds really, really awesome. And it's supposed yeah. to be a satirical thing. That's everything that I saw about like from the writers. And they're like, this is satire. And so I think that that's really important and good to know going into this. But yeah, I am. I'm definitely looking forward to that comic and either I'll report back on it here or you can check it out on Instagram where, you know, we do do reviews there a little bit more in depth than we talk about here. Yeah. Uh, just a quick little plug. You can follow them on the social medias below or it's linked yeah. in your bio. Yeah. Look um, down there on that thing that's scrolling by. You just go find those. Follow yeah. us. So this didn't come out today, but uh, I picked it up today. It is gangster ass barista. Who's that um, out by? It is by Black Mask. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who you got that, something from recently, right? No, I I got a uh, I got something from Blood Moon recently. That's what I'm thinking um, of. But it's another one of those like super small indies that like mm -hmm. my shop just doesn't really have the ability to get a lot of, like any of those because right. like I like I said last week, every time I try to pull in a Blood Moon comic, I, it never shows up. Um, yeah. So. So this is written by Pat Shan, illustrated by Renezo Rodriguez, bonus story illustrated by Vanessa Ricciardi, lettered by Jim Campbell, and edited by Shannon Lee. And it's all in uh, black and white. And I'm not 100% sure what it's about other than following this barista, this uh, girl that's whose like, name is that, Trinity. That's like properly black and white for being a satire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, this isn't a satire. Oh, wait, uh, wait, wait. We're, yeah. we're on to something else. You, yeah, you're, you're on. What is it again? Gangster ass barista. Gangster ass barista. And I used to be a barista, uh, so I figured that that was appropriate for me to pick up. So yeah, I will report back and then, uh, yeah, I think just quickly, uh, I picked up Nightfall or the the double feature, the Nightfall number two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my uh, I read number one and I enjoyed it, but I had no intentions of getting number two. But when I went to the shop today, my comic book shop guy was like you got to get this it's great his name's aaron just in case he ever listens back i know his name's aaron not just comic book shop guy um <laughs> but uh yeah so i like i said i enjoyed this story but it felt like a long time in between drinks so i don't really remember what happened so i'm i'm probably just going to go into this blind and see if i can remember that's my okay. uh that's that's my plan right but on. uh speaking of a plan you know it sounds like a plan to me what what is it I don't know. This is a terrible segue. You want to talk about either the book of slaughter or the other book you're going to talk about? Well, let's uh, let's briefly, uh, you know, since we both read it, let's talk about specs real quick. Oh, yeah. Uh, Good call. This this was issue three. Mm -hmm. um, how, how are you liking it so far? I'm still loving it. Yeah. And then, and you know, uh, what I'm loving like the most. What's that? That it continues to prove my theory correct, because. Uh, this is issue number three. Issue number four is next. And that's the last one, if, if I remember correctly. Yeah, a, a white savior is going to be one of his uh, four issues too. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge believer. Uh, I don't. I'm going to go ahead and say it's not a theory. It's actual fact that the best arcs are in four, four issues. There we and go. It's we just did it. 
you know, it's a, it's a square number yeah. and we have issues with it's like doing everything by fives and tens in our society. And it just, it doesn't make sense. Like having a four and 12 base system just makes way more sense. So yeah, some um, people only have four fingers yeah. instead of five, you know, exactly. And then we should be going by four and nine or four yeah. and eight. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah, we're no going we'll, to those. Let's, let's start pitching that and see how that goes. <laughs> let's get, let's do it. Um, All right. What are you thinking about it? How are you I'm, feeling? I really like it. Um, there's, there's such a connection to, uh, the two main characters. What, what are their names again? Uh, Ted, Ted and, yeah, Ted and, uh, Billy. No, that can't be right. I'll give it a look while you talk about it. Um, but yeah, like, it is like a very nostalgic comic because it takes place back when you could do like mail order stuff out of the back of your comic rather than, you know, visit it or scan, scan this QR code and you can go get this. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So it is nostalgic in that. And it does take place, I think, in like the 80s or 90s. I don't remember. 90s. 90s. Yeah. Um but yeah, like there's just there's such like an emotional, nostalgic, like resonance, like throughout that this series so far that you just feel very connected to like what the two main characters are going through of just being like, wow, we just got ourselves in a pretty shit situation by accident. And yeah. uh, how are we getting out of this? And uh, the art is fantastic. Like mm -hmm. I like I mean, if you can't tell by the cover uh, that the art is fantastic, then, you know, you need to go. You need to take some lessons on art. I don't know. You need I, to take I've a lesson on seeing. So yeah, you need to you need to check out your specs. Get that get that fixed. Yeah, I mean, doesn't that look like just classic comic books? I'm holding it up for everyone listening, but it just looks like comic books. You know, it looks very similar to like that Texas Blood, and even like, um, uh, a righteous first thirst revenges. And I'm not just saying those because those are our favorite comics, but because they're comics that do a good job of looking like comics. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, that I I'm very very excited for issue four to come out, and that I think that's next month, or is it? Sooner? I would imagine. You know, because um, this came out last week, so yeah. I would imagine that's next month. So, so it's got to be next month. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm super excited about this series. Uh, I, I I just you know I wonder if this is just like a one and done arc or if it's going to go further. But we'll you know we'll see when it comes. Yeah, out I was going to say it probably depends on how it ends. Um, yeah. In this issue, we kind of see we learn that these glasses kind of have a lineage to them. So oh, yeah, I yeah. feel like we're going to find out in the next issue who's behind that and you know what's the purpose of the glasses. And then I would imagine how it lands is probably dependent on. I mean, maybe this is kind of similar to the silver coin. This is kind of what I was thinking about when I was reading this this issue in particular of like, oh, they could just go and talk about all these people's stories, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to do that. And I don't really want them to do that. I'm fine with this just being a one off if I'm just being honest, because yeah. I don't know how much else you can get out of this story. Right. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited on it. You're excited on it. Everybody I love it. If you're not reading it. Uh, you should read it. I know our, our pals over at the comic book lair are also reading it as well. Yep. Um, and from what I can tell from them, they both really enjoy it as well. Um, Which is understandable because it's a great but, comic. But with that, um, cool. let, me, let me get into uh, Book of Slaughter. Let's do it. Uh, so Book of Slaughter, you can see it right here behind me if you're watching. Let me see if I do this correctly. There we go. Right here. I'm pointing at it. Um, Quick shout so, out to our buddy, the comic book. Hey, dad. what's up? Hey, man. Glad comic you could book make dad it. Comic book is great, right? Yep. Yeah. We were just talking oh, about you with uh, specs. You missed the specs yeah. talk. So just yeah. rewind in time five minutes. Um, But yeah, so Book of Slaughter. Uh, if you're not familiar, this is in the Something's Killing the Children universe. Uh, House of Slaughter is also going on right now as well. And uh, so is Something's Killing the Children. Uh, Book of Slaughter, if you have not picked up either of those other series, this is a great place to start because um, it kind of gives like it takes place, I think, after volume three of something is killing the children. Um, and then, you know, if you've read any of House of Slaughter, that's they're kind of more like anthological based and that like each story is just a story from the House of Slaughter, um, or at least each arc is. Um and uh, anyways, 
this takes place because uh, somebody needs to take over the as the head of the black masks now that all the black masks are out of the house to slaughter. And so it's about this girl who's on the front cover. Um, I'll just I don't want to pull it down. I'll knock them over. Uh, I always do. Uh, you can go look at the cover if you want um, on your on your computer. Uh, but yeah, she's centered there right in the middle. She has a white mask on. It's kind of bloody. And uh, her leader of the white mask kind of said, like, you know, you should think about doing this. And so she goes to read the actual book of slaughter and like the history and everything that's in it and what it would take for her to become a black mask. Um, and it and it, like the middle pages probably. Yeah, there you go. Um the middle pages are like pages from the book of slaughter. So it actually reads like you're reading oh, through nice. like an encyclopedia in a way. That's pretty um, cool. And so, yeah, if you haven't picked up any of those, this is a great place to start. I really enjoyed like just kind of what it set up because it, it does say at the end, it will be continued and it's pretty thick. I don't remember how many pages it was, but it was a thicker comic. Um, thick boy. It might be pushing somewhere around like 50 to 60 pages. Uh, I, I might, I might be overshooting that, but I'd rather overshoot than undershoot. Wouldn't we all <laughs> uh, want to hit the backboard, not air, air ball. Exactly. Yeah. You don't want to sports. The, you don't want to miss the rim. Um, but yeah, so I'm really enjoying it again. It's from, uh, James Tinney in the fourth, uh, and it's the whole same team that's making the other two series right now. Um, Man. I'm so excited for that to be done one day, not because I want it to be done, but because I want to buy the book that it's going to come out in. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean, it's just yeah. going to be called Slaughter. Oh, let's place bets. My bet <laughs> is I'm I'm pe- I'm putting a five dollar bet that it's just going to be called Slaughter. If anyone wants to meet me or match me, I don't know how gambling works. So just take my money. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So uh, that's from Boom, correct? Yeah. Boom's putting those out. Yeah, so another thing like that, yep. that uh, another comic from Boom, uh, Specs is from Boom, uh, yeah, Book of Slaughter, House of Slaughter, who, uh, something is killing their children. That's all Boom, and also from Boom is this comic here, Mosley, which uh, I picked up because of the recommendation of the that comic book dad, our buddy Ray over at the comic book lair. We have like this uh little boom chat going whenever something is good on boom i like to shoot him a message and i like to think that he thinks of me too but that's just that <laughs> might just be hopeful uh, thinking but um wow i'm lonely but anyways uh yeah I was, around, right? <laughs> um no i i was super stoked on this and i want to really recommend it to you because it was very reminiscent of a book that you and i both enjoyed the beginning of which was also from boom Dark Blood. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Which is still up on my wall, by the way. I still, I love this story. It was, uh, it was, it's, it was a lot of fun. Uh, was it? Was it four or five issues? It was six issues. Six issues. I don't yeah, think and, I got the last issue. And they like it. They fumbled the ball towards the end. They got a new uh, color or a new artist in, probably a new color. It was like a whole new team. It just, it seemed like there was a real kerfuffle along the way that I don't. Mm know or really intend to look into but uh so can you can we safely say you're not a fan of when a series just all of a sudden changes artists and colorists i i don't mind it if it's good and it flows i felt like it just felt like there was it felt like there was a disagreement behind the scenes of where it wanted to go and somebody found somebody to agree with them and okay. i don't want to point fingers but that's kind of what it felt like reading it okay um but we're not here to talk about Dark Blood. We're here to talk about Mosley. Yeah, tell so, me about Mosley. So Mosley picks up. I actually did review this on uh, my um, Instagram page. And it was really great because, do you, you know the book Chew? The uh, It's a pretty well-known story. Really, you don't know Chew. I think it's from Image. It's about a detective who can... Oh, Chew, chew like, like yeah, chewing? C-H-E-W. Yeah, C-H-E-W. I thought when you he, said, I thought you said two. You don't know two? You don't know the letter two? Why do you number, not know the, the letter number. two? It's the number, number two. two. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, am I showing my strong skills today? But um, yeah. So uh, anyways, uh, he re- I posted that he he left a nice comment about it, so that was really cool. Um, but uh, yeah, mostly we it picks up following the uh, t- 
titular character. I think his name is Marvin Mosley. Yep. And uh, he is leaving his wife and newborn child to go and essentially do something for the government. It's kind of vague and he doesn't even really know what he's doing, but he's going to be gone for a year. And he gets to this government compound. He gets dropped off and he goes into this house where he is just met with a like AI robot sitting at a table and they just start talking and he just tells them everything. The The point of the experiment from what I can gather up to this point from what it's given me is that it was for the robots to be on, uh, able to understand what it means to be human. And he would just ask some questions and just be like, I don't understand this. I don't understand this. Explain this. Explain that. And then we do a jump forward into the future and we see that Mosley is he's just a janitor. And I don't say I don't say that badly because that's what I do for a living. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah. And you know, so popped into my head. What song? It's by Adam Sandler. Oh, no, we can't sing that. I don't say <laughs> to sue us. Um, <laughs> no, you won't. Maybe you will. Uh, yeah. That comic book dad did a hit hammer. I guess that means I don't know what that means, but I love it. <laughs> Maybe it means dead. Maybe it means whack-a-mole. Hit me in the head with a hammer. But uh, anyways. <laughs> um, please is, it in, is, it, is it in the context of, of, of Mosley? No, I don't think so. But, uh, you know, I'm going to imagine that it means that he's really proud of us and that we're doing a great job. I think that that's what that mm -hmm. means. Thanks, buddy. Thank um, uh, so we we pick up in the future. Mosley is a janitor and he's really jaded and hates technology. And his newborn daughter is now a full grown woman. And she is also working with technology and doing uh, she creates an interface where she can she dissolves her prefrontal cortex. So she no longer has an ego and then becomes connected with every living being and can feel all of what they're feeling simultaneously <laughs> let's, let's just jump back in on this uh -huh, mostly a hammer at the end of oh yeah okay I so was... there is a hammer at the end of the issue you were right ah uh, well he okay so well i didn't want to spoil it that's not true i was probably just going to keep going but yeah at the end <laughs> something happens to him i'm not 100 percent sure and i don't entirely think he knows what happens to him either but he comes away with eyes glowing uh he's like got electricity running through his body and then he has like a big hammer okay. and uh yeah so he's off to this is see that's why it's similar to me to dark blood is this man who went off and fought and Wait. did something for the government and then got powers so i'm i'm very excited to see where uh where this goes you look where, like you're reading or something. oh well, i'm yeah i'm I'm, sk I'm i'm skimming over some stuff here where uh what when did that one come out the first issue mostly, mostly? yeah uh, i think like two or three weeks ago and it's from boom boom yeah, boom okay i'm just i'm i'm gonna read the little i'm not gonna read the little tidbits i'm i'm just reading for myself he's reading it on his inside voice while i talk yes. about whatever or i just pull out this comic from that comic book dad he says ha 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 sorry dude I'm <laughs> down the show. no you're doing great you're, yeah you can comment all you want yeah you're giving us lots of content just 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 do random combinations of emojis and then i will uh i'll jump in with what i think it is and we'll it'll be like an uh a litmus test or like uh what is that called i mean um, it, it, it's like a you got to crack the code of emoji no, when you hold up a, a rickshaw a rickshaw test uh okay okay yeah i, I saw I a, a i saw a football man getting beaten with a hammer and that was probably me because i got beat up by jocks when i was in school anyways um <laughs> what speaking of a, a book that i feel like you would get beaten up if you were reading in high school has ten thousand black feathers uh so that that wrapped up last week uh with issue five um and it is a part of a bigger series of the bone orchard mytho mythos and uh uh it was very much just like the jeff lemur fashion of like I'm going to slow ball this like it's it's building and building. And I would have to say for myself personally, that the slow rolling first four issues where you're still trying to figure a lot out, like a lot of the questions were not answered in issue five. And it just seemed kind of abrupt, like to the overall ending of what could have been something better. Um, but yeah. I 
I know that because it is a bigger mythos that there's more comics coming out surrounding the bone orchard, whatever that might be. Um, I'm, I still really enjoyed it for like that aspect of just another like window to look through into this world that they're creating. So, uh, and again, it's just, it's Jeff. Like mm. you, you, I, I think most people like him. I, I'm sure there's people out there that don't. Um, yeah. And I think that people who really like him probably really enjoy this series a lot. Uh, it has great reviews um, mm. from what I've read. Uh, but yeah, it was just, it was just a little bit too slow of a pace for me and just wasn't as exciting as like primordial was mm. um, or maze book for that matter, man. I'm worried about him Cause it seems like there's, I, I don't know. Maybe it's too complex. I was so uh, our buddies uh, over at the comic book layer, they were talking about, um, underwater welder and another book that um, frog catcher, I think were the two books that they were talking about, but I, I want to go back and read them because I do really love Jeff Lemire. Um, but I just got really burnt out. I think just doing too much back to back and then really not enjoying little monsters, I think was um, I, hard for me to like, want to go back into him in any fashion. But mm -hmm. then I remember I'm like, no, he is really like really good. Like these are there's a reason that he's like the top dog. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I mean I I have little monsters right here behind me. How's that going? Uh, I'm really liking it. Uh, mm -hmm. Every, I mean every issue just has its like own background story to it, and the way that they put it together from page to page and panel to panel, it's like you know if you're reading something that's all bordered in black, you're in the past. You're getting an origin story of one of the other characters. And then all the white pages are something that's like happening presently as like they're learning more about what's going on. Um, and so, yeah, I, I really Did enjoy you start it to get some answers about. Yeah. Like you, yeah. Every every issue seems to leave you with a question and the next issue brings you some answers to that question. But you're getting more questions out of the next issue. Um, OK. And yeah, like. I, I'm trying to think of how to put this, uh, but I just, I really do like that. There were so many little monsters in the beginning that like they were all together. Now they're dispersed a little bit and separated kind of have chosen sides. Um, got a little ring. Did you like tap the spring on your mic stand? I did. Yeah. Sorry <laughs> about that. Everybody. I'm sure you heard that sounded like I was like uh, doing one of those like uh, bowls. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean. Wow. That was, uh, I'm just doing one second, of the bowls. Uh, for a second. I thought that's talking. what was going on. A sound um, bowl. Sorry. But, but yeah, like this, this issue focused in on, uh, I can't remember the character's name. Lemmy. No, Lemmy's let, let already had, I think, had his. Remy. Uh, okay, I'm going to attempt to do this without knocking anything down. Frankie. I probably could have just looked it up on the screen in front of me, but. Uh, Velma. <laughs> Velma. <laughs> uh, Scooby. Dude, speaking of Velma, while I oh. uh, pull this out, I, I started I started that new series of Velma the other night. Um, How was it? I, I fell asleep instantly. <laughs> I hear there's no Scooby-Doo. There's no Scooby-Doo. It's like, I think it's like pre-Scooby-Doo. I'm not really sure, but uh, I mean, they're 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 taking something, you know, a tale as old as time and like remaking it essentially with Velma. Um, they've, they've they've changed a lot about it. I have no problems with any of the changes, but I just I don't know. I struggle watching cartoons these days. Uh, oh, man. man, I'm not sure which character it is. Uh -oh. Because it's not, it's not it's not saying his name in any of these first pages, but uh, should I go back to guessing random names? Ben, uh, David, Chris. <laughs> I'm just reading names off of comic books that are sitting around me. Maybe I can start yeah. going to like well, other things. There's Jesus. Uh, oh, you know what? <laughs> He's on the cover, so it's it's about Who, this character. And whoever that character is, whatever. I'm gonna I call him Frankie, Chris, David, um, Jesus. But yeah, um, and also, again, just like the art is just so well done um, with Dustin just doing this black and white, a lot of shading. Like, here's one. Is it bats? The comic book dad said bats. bats? No, he, he, it, bats is the is the character. Oh. Um, 
you got but <laughs> but you again you, you still get our like, show <laughs> <laughs> you still get another pa panel like this where you get like uh romi or rami's uh like colors on the wall and mm. he's kind of like the the whole mysterious character of the, of this story so far um so yeah, I'm still really enjoying it. I'm still sad that you hopped off of it, but you know, I don't, I don't blame you. If you're not enjoying it, don't, don't keep going with it. Well, it's, it's more for you to enjoy, buddy. That's yeah. how, that's how comic books work. It's not always good that we're reading the same stuff, especially if it's the same artist that we like or creator that we like. So right. Um, but but yeah, I don't know if it's, uh, I don't know if it's wrapping up with issue ten either. Um, okay. But uh. I mean, do you think it could keep going? I think it could keep going because there's I just with all the questions that have been presented throughout the series, like who the elders are and like where they come from and why they left them. I yeah. don't think that that can all be wrapped up in the 10th issue. Um, so I imagine it's it's still going to be ongoing for a little bit. It's just interesting to me that he would choose to like try to build a big like uh, connected universe and also do like these weird side comics you know he does he does but he, so he, much but i mean so, so, does, so does snyder i mean snyder has i think snyder put out more comics last year than anybody else i would have, i would i mean i don't have anything and, to back that up other than being but, like yeah probably but i mean if you just consider everything he put out on uh comiXology because he had his like deal and now like i think dark horse is doing the actual publishing of all of his oh, comicology originals um but Speaking i mean those he uh, did oh go ahead he, i was just gonna say he put out a lot of other stuff too that wasn't on his comiXology deal so right um yeah but are Jeff, you uh Flamer's another one who is just putting them out oh yeah are yeah. you caught up on canary yeah i love okay. canary yeah me too um I, that's a book by uh, scott snyder that's currently a comiXology original if that's coming out on dark horse then i'm gonna probably have to get that trade paperback because i really enjoy it again it's just a good mm -hmm. solid like comic um it's about a, a a town that had a mind collapse years ago and they're trying to figure out the mystery of the mind collapse and yeah yeah it's it's, it's, it's a it's a good it's a good western with kind of like uh i don't know a, a spooky feel to the mystery of the land it's like, like classic it. american horror yeah it's not like modern like psychological or like gore it's just like this town has a secret and we're uncovering the secret you know yeah um, uh i'm looking here it looks like little monsters is 11 issues so 11 issues that's so, to represent the 11 kids just just one shy of a of a dozen and two, what, two and shy, two of, shy of a dozen oh you beat me to it <laughs> look at us wow we uh we're so good with math mm -hmm. um didn't we do something with math earlier in the episode? Never mind. Oh no, I said two was a letter. Anyways, yeah. buddy, you got any <laughs> other uh, comic books you want to talk Obviously, about? Obviously, you never watched Sesame Street. No, my they parents explained all of that. You know the number for today and the letter for today. <laughs> my... <laughs> I I remember the first time that I ever pulled an all nighter. I was very excited, and I was also by myself. But I was like, I was determined to stay up until the sun came up, and. I did, and then I went downstairs, and you know, since it's like whatever time in the morning, I just turned on TV and Sesame Street was on, and I just watched that and just fell asleep. And then my mom came down like twenty minutes later, and she's like, "Why are you watching Sesame Street?" And I'm like, "Ah, I'm sleep deprived." And then I like hallucinated <laughs> for a day, but that was uh, that was my first time. Uh, teenage boy, a teenage oh, okay. boy, yeah. yeah, early teenage. Teenage boys need their sleep. Otherwise, they see things. Yeah, I was in a bookstore and I just remember <laughs> like reading stuff that I don't think was there. But uh, the brain, you know, it's an important thing to sleep. It sure is. Uh, what else did you read this week? I think that's it. I think I literally. Well, like I said, I got into I started reading that kick ass barista. I got halfway through that. I started reading that hemp man got about halfway through that. Oh, damn. Yeah. Also, you know, um, so I started a lot of stuff and just read for joy. You know, that was something that I kind of, I can't remember if I said this on the last episode, but something that I really wanted to do this year was just read comics that I enjoy. Um, Cause I feel like just 
partly because we do this, but I think it's partly just the name of the game is like you buy a lot of issue number ones and, or, and then you, you know, you ride that train to two or three or four or whatever. And you're just like, was this good? So I've just been intentional about going to stories that I know that I enjoy and rereading them. Uh, I imagine I'm going to be doing that with comicsology a lot. It's just pulling up like old stories like I did with Poe Dameron and just kind yeah. of go back into them and just be like, these are fun, you know? Something yeah. that I've, I've admired uh, about you is that you do reread comics multiple times, and I I just haven't done that, you know? So I'd really yeah. love to just go back and start uh, what's the farthest place from the beginning and just keep keep on going because, yeah, yeah. I really want to... I really want to sit and get everything from that story because I think that the creators spent a lot of time developing that world and developing that story. And I, I want to, I don't want to just take it in and then just let it pass through me. You know, I want to soak it in. Yeah. Well, and I've, I've cut back on rereading. I tried to do, man, you did it again. You I'm so sorry. I'm, you, I'm just tuned into that frequency tonight. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like I'm I'm probably rereading comics that I and I don't do it with all of them, just ones I really like, but I'll get two or three reads in for the ones that I really like just to really soak it in. Uh, but I was I mean, like, you know, I said I wasn't going to talk about it again, but uh, for uh, <laughs> a righteous thirst for vengeance, I probably I probably read each issue five times. Yeah, that's amazing. And I mean, yeah. And there's 11 issues. So that's 55 sit and reads. Um, sit and reads sit and reads, sit and yeah. sit, sit and reads. that's my yep. i think we should might start need to use it sit and reads as our hashtag for when we review <laughs> comics hashtag sit and read this is sit my uh sit and read for the day but um, um i did i did read uh know that station know your station i mentioned that earlier um it's it's becoming a parent why it's called know your station i think that's a great double entendre i think that that's kind of good for what the story is and okay. i don't want to say anything because i think uh, i don't know i'm just really enjoying it and buddy please read it please i'm gonna so i'm good. gonna try I've, i might wait for the trade paperback on it um <sighs> well i just my my shop doesn't have it and i already have so many comics that I'm like that's fair that okay to like weed out and i you know i mentioned last week my goals this year is to like focus more on getting trade paperbacks and yeah not spend as much money on comics as i did this last year um what? because i i do have subscriptions to comiXology and to marvel unlimited so it's like yeah. some some of this stuff will come out on there other stuff like yeah i might have to wait like one another another one like and uh, if Ray's still in with us, I'm still waiting for uh, Gideon Falls book two to drop its digital price because that's like I don't want to spend thirty bucks on it. <laughs> oh, no, and I got for I, digital, oh. and I and I waited on book one, and I think I got it for like eighteen dollars on on Comicsology. Okay, so yeah, it's not bad. I'm, I'm just watching that price to drop, and then I'll I'll get caught up on that one. But uh, yeah, they did an episode on on. Uh, yeah part two, i believe so i and just since you were talking about picking up stuff on comiXology again i've got that hemp man and that was a hundred plus pages i think and it was only four bucks you know after tax and all that stuff so i would definitely it's again it's it's very much a first draft not first draft but first time comic um, yeah but just it's a fun story it's just interesting the art is really fun um i could have looked that up at some point in this episode who did all that stuff but I, I plan on coming back to it and talking more about it so i didn't even really want to bring it up and now i've brought it up twice on this episode you brought but, it up twice you know, so. but what goes up must come down and that's true of all birds and all birds must land all birds must gotta land. rest those wings on uh, on eagles wing I, I can't think of any songs you wanna you wanna <laughs> you wanna land this bird? What song was I trying to sing? Uh, I'm thinking of in Christ alone. I think mm -hmm, <laughs> alone. My hope is found. All right, I'm. We need to. That was. It Sorry, got too meta. Me. You lost. No, me. it's okay. Are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> on on Christ eagles alone. wings. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know um, how you got. I don't know how you got there, but I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna great. Google on Eagles Wings and see what comes up. You, uh, you tell people where to find us on Eagles Wings. It's a song. Is it a song? Um, and um, he will rise you up. Yeah, yeah. 
He who dwells. It's a Christian song. I don't know if yeah. people care about this outside of our little circle. No, nope. okay. Uh, it's time to land this damn bird. All oh right. God. So you can find us on social media, Instagram. You can find us at <laughs> the Pullbox Pals. You can find Monk over here at that Monk guy, and you can find myself at Mad Nerdy. Uh, and you can stream this or rewatch it on YouTube and Twitch and Facebook. Is that correct? I get all those. Uh, I don't think you can rewatch it on Twitch at the moment, but uh, oh, yeah, okay. on Facebook and on YouTube, we are definitely there. And wherever you get your podcasts, you can listen to the audio version. Yeah, you can find us on Spotify or if you use Amazon or whatever you use, you what should do you be up use? There. What do you use? I, I use Spotify. Spotify. I'm a yeah. podcast nations man myself. Oh, yeah, a, yeah. Well, yeah. It's <laughs> it's something. It's See, right. there you go. So uh, make sure you give us a review and a a you know. Uh, share and tell people yeah, about like, it because yeah, like that would be follow. very appreciated. A like and yeah. a subscribe. Or dislike. Where, I don't care. Well, like, if you want to dislike it, that's fine. It's still helpful. That's true. Oh. On Facebook, on YouTube, it doesn't really matter. It just engages. It's engagement. It's about engagement. Yeah. Mark, you want to get engaged? Uh, well, I, I was once engaged and uh, I'm married now. So, sorry. Wow. Way to yeah. show off. Sorry about Okay. Take well, hey, you know what they say. You ain't ever had comics like this before. <laughs> <laughs>